Hello everyone and welcome to WDW Happy Hour. I'm Catherine. I'm here with my fellow podcast members, Scott. Long time to see. Rob. Greetings. And Matt. Hello. Got a, we got a fun ep today. We're going to do a trip review and we haven't had a l- recording that has actually been posted the day we've recorded it in quite some time. So we do have some news to catch up on. Um, but we're going to start, as we always do, with the topping it off. Um, and I'm kicking it to myself. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about this uh, later in the episode. But my topping it off is from the Craftsman Bar um, at the Grand Californian. We were there two weeks ago. And I got a watermelon cucumber Collins, which is Tito's handmade vodka, watermelon juice, cucumber, watermelon syrup, and lime juice. And oh my gosh, that is the definition of refreshing. It was good. It was, um, it was garnished with a cucumber. Um, delicious. It was like a spa drink, but it was definitely more watermelon forward than it was cucumber forward. I was texting Rob as I was drinking it. I said, you would really like this. And he said, the cucumber scares me. But I bet you you could get it without the cucumber. cucumber. Yeah, why not? It's cucumber juice. Just get it without the cucumber. Yeah. I, now that you're describing it, I feel like I've had this there before. It's so... But I never did it as a topping it off. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about the experience there because I feel like there's more to, more to add as part of our shtick as a drinking <laughs> podcast because um, that's, a, that's a great spot. really yeah. is. It's a great spot. Um, but we'll get more into that later. What's, uh, what's the alcohol in it? It's v- Tito's oh, vodka. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I called it Tito's Handmade Vodka, which I believe is his official name. Handmade. Yeah. Just, Tito's has their hand Cer- in it. Certainly says that on the label. Sure does. Sure does. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, but it was delicious. Highly, highly recommend. Super easy to drink. Just like very, went down real easy. <laughs> Sometimes you have those strong drinks that's like, oh man, this is going to take me a while to drink. I could have had a lot of these in a short amount of time. Hmm. Kind of like the Jen's Tattoo. Sort oh, of. man. Not as sweet. Not not as sweet as I understood that from the description. Yeah. But anyway. All right. So, Rob, you want to talk news? Sure. So, we got news. uh, The board, the Disney board announced that they extended the contract of Bob Iger, CEO, through December 31st, 2026. So, go back to what, November? Did Mm -hmm. he get brought back? and they said you have two years to 24, and now they've extended them to 26 already. So, um, and then on top of that, news came out that he's consulting with former top Disney executives Tom Staggs and Kevin Mayer. So, um, they aren't formally employed by yeah. Disney or anything, but they're just saying it's some sort of consultation, and they're helping him with the future of Disney's linear properties and how they fit with Disney's streaming ambitions. So whatever that Stags means. Stags is the guy, right? That's my. That was my pick. Yeah, I think <laughs> Stags is the guy. Yep. Iger will be 75 years young. Um, so he could be a president in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have to wait till <laughs> he's 90 to yeah. do that. <laughs> the way things are going. But yeah, by the uh, 20, September 2026, he'll be 75. Okay, yeah. His birthday's in February. I just meant, you know, based on the contract. Wow. So, good, yeah. good month. Sure. <laughs> Lots of February birthdays around this table. Um, okay, interesting. Yeah. I mean, they really... I feel like with the strike and with, like, the reputational hit, I don't think they've talked much about succession yet. Like, I, I, that's no. not... And I mean, I think that was his number one directive when he got in. You gotta figure out who's next. And I don't think they've been... I, I think they've had a, a few other major things on their plate. I thought yeah. they were gonna give it to Shiv for a while, but <laughs> then I thought it was Greg, and it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know what Who would think. be ca- Cousin Greg in this scenario? I don't know. That's I like cousin Greg too much for to give him that. Who's like a bald goofy, nightmare? Oh I don't god, know. everyone is problematic, but I'm, I'm thinking like Lassiter. He's just like the what about 
repeat doctor. Tall, lanky. Um, Other than like physical. Goof, uh... like, like, he's like the... What about like, Joe Rody? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was just in the picture I was looking at. Was he? Yeah. With uh, Tom Staggs when uh, Pandora opened. Um, <laughs> oh, our fat cat. <laughs> yeah. Barely um, made the jump. Yeah, it should be interesting to see what... I mean, he really put his foot in his mouth uh, yeah, with the like interview. He did a couple... Strikes. Yeah, with the yeah. strike. I mean, that's the first time I've ever seen him, like... Fumble. Real, like, really screw... Yeah, like, fumble the ball yeah, in a public yeah. forum like that. I agree. I thought it's that was it's very disappointing. I mean, I, I understand what he's trying to say, um, but, you know... That wasn't yeah, it the, was. I think doing it, was, it at a billionaire's uh, conference wasn't the sure. Yeah, I, I think that it lacked some some foresight, but <laughs> he doesn't have many social gaffes, so right. We'll right. allow him this one, I guess. So Catherine was looking forward to me mentioning this story. Uh, there's a new rest, uh, quick service restaurant coming to Disney Springs. It's Eat, E E T, is how it's. Hmm. Um, it's a modern it, Indian cuisine by Minette Shah. Sh- this is the part I was looking forward to. I said I can't Shahan? wait. I can't wait for you to pronounce this. I'd say Chauhan. Chauhan. Yeah, I I know her to see like I've seen her on the Food Network a, oh, okay. so a, a she's bunch a of times. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I know her to see her. Um, Indian food. So this is going in where Wolfgang Express was in the marketplace. I don't even know if I could. Is that by Gir- Giardelli's? Yeah, yeah. Or? it's back there, like past World of Disney. Okay. Yeah, back by Giardelli and like Basin, uh, right? It's Giardelli. Giardelli. Um, yeah. What's the other? Um, the Earl Sandwich. Earl I think it's somewhere sandwich. in that vector, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. So that's where it's going. Uh, planned fall twenty twenty three. You know, uh, I'm second guessing myself right now. Okay. What's the one that's next to the Coke store? That's the Wolfgang Puck, Puck like restaurant. For realsies, yeah. not like the, the quick service. That's what it's called. Wolfgang <laughs> Puck. <laughs> for realsies. <laughs> for realsies. Okay. I do, I do like the logo. Um, I know this is great for oh, an yeah. audio it's podcast. A, but... it, very Animal Kingdom-esque. Yes. Yeah. yes. Why is it eat? Does it say? Like no. E-E-T instead is of that, E-A-T? I wonder what... Is that a... I don't know. I wonder uh, if that's so a word, an Indian word. No, it's an acronym. Well, that's her last... Three letters of her first name. Oh, well, there you go. Manette. Okay. M A N E E T. I'm just thinking it's like everybody eats there. Mm. Oh, you thought? Oh, it stood for. No, something. I didn't think okay. that. <laughs> everybody eats there. <laughs> oh wow. So I'd say it's the place to be. <laughs> it sure I is. sure wouldn't. Um, I, I like. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. Are people? Clamoring for Indian food? Is, I, is Wolfgang Puck I'm already not, closed? I'm not clamoring for it. What, is Wolfgang Puck Express Yeah, yeah, closed? It, it closed uh, October 2020. Oh, boy, oh, There's boy. There's the front of I it, am, so I, I... Oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. It's, yeah, yeah, that's definitely over... You when you think marketplace, marketplace, you don't think food. Yeah. So... Robert, you're not a um, a, a big uh, Indian cuisine I, I, fan, I or, or do you just not have enough I, kind of... I haven't had it enough to be... I'm sure I'm willing to try. I mean, you're a very adventurous yes. eater. I, I would assume that there would be something. I mean, I think that curry seasoning is what sets a lot of people's. Uh, but I do. I like curry. Well then, so, well then there yeah. you go. You're halfway there. Yeah. Living on prayer. Guess you're gonna eat there, huh? <laughs> I've had Indian food a few times, and I have the problem that I have in some Chinese restaurants with. Whatever it is, whether you call it MSG or something else that yeah. they use for flavoring that, like, sets hurts me your, off. Hurts your head. Yeah, like a, a brain hurt. Yeah. yeah so I, I'm always a little distrustful, and that, you know, yeah. maybe unfair, but... Is this a... I'm sure you said, and I just wasn't paying attention because I was so focused on the pronunciation. Um, <laughs> is it sit-down? Quick service. Oh, I feel like I'd be more likely, I would definitely not try an Indian sit down because I would feel that the portions would be too big that I wouldn't want to risk not liking what I order, but I would probably be more inclined to be into a quick service where I could just try maybe something smaller, split it and walk away and kind of like, you know. I just don't know if this would overrule so many of the other options at Disney Springs. I know. It's this tough. also isn't something you know? that like, 
in like the hot Florida sun. Yeah. I'm not like, you know what I want to get to go? Samosa. Well, like I just, actually, samosas are pretty good. I mean, they're good, but it's just like, like I want to get some hot butter, curry butter chicken. Like it just doesn't seem like I, I would much rather this be a sit down restaurant. Oh, well, we differ there. But you guys always have your little butter chicken dates at Sana'a, so something's gonna be hot. That's true, I do like the butter chicken. Butter chicken at Sana'a, but. It is quite good. We'll have to see. Yeah, I'll be, I mean, I'll. I'll maybe, I mean, I'm definitely yeah, gonna walk by and to, stick my head in. Uh, I'll see what people <laughs> have to say, and. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. we get some. Is, are Indians known for any kind of alcoholic drinks? I don't know. What's usually. Are they. Um, like, what's a food and wine? I, Careful. I feel like, no. <laughs> the question, are they? No, I was like, <laughs> no, no, I was no. like, can't wait to no, hear no, about no. this kiosk. I, um, I, I never stop at that kiosk. They had a, um, they had a bread service at that kiosk maybe like five years ago that I really liked. Yeah. It was really, it was like a mini Sanaa. Um, which I guess now that I keep saying Sanaa, Sanaa must be like the closest thing to... Like what a sit down of Indian. Yeah, I mean that's like Indian African. Yeah, right. Fusion. I'm trying to see what they have. Um, as far because, as drinks go. No, uh, the, what they have at the the booth. Um, so they have cur curry spiced crispy cheese with mango curry ketchup. That's what I want to try. So it, it, it's it's looks like mozzarella sticks. Okay. Um, potato and pea. Samosa? I don't mm. even know what that is. What they're, is? They're it? like little pastry, like triangular. They're like like appetizers. <laughs> with, yeah, okay. it's finger food. With coriander, lime Third. cream, and chicken tikka masala with fennel spice yogurt and naan bread. I love oh, I bet that's good. I love chicken tikka. Masala. What did they have as far as drinks go? So they got a mango lassi, L A S S I. It says non alcoholic. Okay. Um, and then There's they got to be something with Fenny. That's like their one big thing. F F E N I. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's like a it's like a Indian liqueur. I don't know what it's made out of. They have a Taj Mahal premium lager from India. It says hmm. uh, sparkling wine, a blanc, um, and then that mango thing with I guess with chai cream liqueur. Oh. So, is that where yeah. Bombay Sapphire Gin comes from? Oh, well, maybe. Either that or England. Oh, I see what those... Samosa. Yeah. Samosa. Yeah, samosas. I'm, I'm seeing the pictures here now. Yeah. Interesting. So, well, yeah, I'll be excited to hear how you like that. Robin Holly are going to Disney World this week, so if you see them, say hi. They'll be around the World Showcase, I'm sure. I'll be interested to hear a lot of the, like news that pops up when I get the landing site from my computer is like Disney World empty and all this stuff. Yeah. Oh. So I'll be interested to hear if that's the, the evidence on the ground for for you guys. Yeah, we're going to have boots. Yeah. We, we are going to get to experience there since we're talking about that. Um, we're, gonna, we're getting evening extended hours on Monday night. So Epcot for deluxe resort guests Mm -hmm. is open from 9 to 11. Interesting. So it'll be interesting to see like what's open. Yeah, yeah I feel like they're going to close the, the... I think the kiosk yeah. is So it'll close. be Future World, The Rides. Historically, yeah. they right. have. And what's what'll happen with Guardians? I'll be so I got that. an email about that and I because I thought I had to research it, but Disney sent an email. And they do the, the traditional 7 a.m., 1 p.m. And then basically... From the way it reads is anybody that's on Disney property can get one at they do another bucket at six o'clock. Oh. And you don't have to be, be it, it in says the park. it says anywhere on Disney Walt Disney Resort property. Oh. You don't have to be in the park or anything. Hmm. But you need to have um, extended magic hours. Extended magic hours are only for deluxe, deluxe resort guests. Right, but it's interesting of well, I don't know. And I assume you can only ride Guardians once a day with that system. Like So it, they, they said that six o'clock one is isn't is isn't isn't affected by whether you oh, get one at cool. seven at yeah. Well, I mean we're this is Monday, which is our travel day, so we won't do those first two, but Are you nice. do you think you'll be in Epcot one? No. Oh, okay. Okay. No. All right. So well No, we're gonna we're gonna go to Animal Kingdom. Figuring okay. our room isn't ready, get like go to Nomad, 
get lunch there. Yeah, we'll solid prob- choice. You know, maybe do Everest and then hopefully our room's ready or whatnot. And, and then we'll go to Epcot for the evening. Perfect. So, yeah. That'd be fun. So um, this this one, I want Matt to see what... Uh, We'll get a live reaction his, his here. thoughts on this. So this is one of those things of what are they doing? Um, so <laughs> Disney's going to have a new a new experience in the Magic Kingdom called Smellifants on Parade. Mm-hmm. You want to venture what this is, or you... Smellifants on Parade? That's yep. Give the pitch. What is it? Like, what would you think it is? Okay, so I'm familiar with the uh, I'm familiar with the song Pink Elephants on Parade, which is a banger. Um, but of course this. This, the delightful play on words of smellifant my lord uh, I would assume it, it's a parade where there's some sort of I don't it's an experience just just it's not a parade. I mean, like, I I mean, you could... I, I can't even hazard a guess of what this could be. So it is described <laughs> as a family-friendly, friend quote-unquote, search... Are, aren't all of the... It's Disney. Why do they have Search to? and sniff adventure in Storybook Circus, presented by Scentsy, the official home fragrance of Walt Disney World. <laughs> search and sniff. Yes. Okay, so that's... that. Then they release more details on this the, the following day. This was a surprise announcement. So here, here's what it says. Guests entering Storybook Circus will find a casting call from Timothy Q. Mouse seeking out a whiff assistant to join Dumbo's newest act. At the ticket booth in front of Big Top Souvenirs, cast members will provide a map and sticker sheet to guide guests in their training. Whiff assistants in training will explore Storybook Circle Circus to find a number of smellifant statues, each with a unique circus-inspired fragrance, popcorn being one of them. That's what it says. I will never see this ever. <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> this is so bad. And I feel bad because the people who develop this are clearly like, oh yeah, that is good, whiff-sistance. <laughs> We're using the word whiff-sistance in a press release. I mean, it sounds like... They had the corporate sponsorship first. Yes. And there was some term in the contract that said that... You're going to be featured in the parks. You need to have some sort of feature outside of just carrying the product. So it has to be a quote-unquote experience. And they did the best they could. If I'm (laughs) not mistaken... Now this is... Okay, I'm putting a disclaimer out there. This might not be 100% right, but I have a vague memory... Two years ago at the Flower and Garden Festival, there was the the walkway between, I'm not using the new words, Future World and World Showcase, that straightaway, mm-hmm. where they had the little splash pad on the one side. Yeah. They had kitchen smells. And it was like you saw... Ba- a basil plant and then there was like a little thing you could smell that showed you what basil smelled like and then there was like a like a flower and I believe that was sponsored by Sensi. I believe uh. they've had presents smelling presents in the park before um, during flower and garden do, so the, I, I mean I know what Sensi is and, but do they sell like Resort. I'm thinking like, do they sell a beach club yeah, fragrance really, that'd and stuff? Yeah, would be so smart. I don't know if they do. I mean, that's what clover and aloe isn't that the hmm. the smell? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. They should. That would you know be... what they should have done this with though was they should have just made the roulette thing at Figment actually come up with different smells. Gosh, that is, that would be amazing. All that would be would be like a changing the video and just be like spot, yeah. spot, figment sponsored by. Sensi. Oh look, now it's blueberry and it's yeah actually blueberry. Yeah, that's wow. cool. You'd have rewritability for imagination. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant! I love that idea. Well, get on it, guys. That, though. Yeah, we're not doing it. We're I'm doing the taste and touch. We're doing also. the smell offense. <laughs> no. I don't know when this is starting. Doesn't give an indication. Wow, I can't wait. Yeah. 
We'll see if it's started yet. I am Smell excited. Effects. I gotta say, Timothy Q. Mouse, he was like an OG Disney like character that was always involved with stuff, and then. I feel like Jiminy Cricket uh, went in there well, to and be fair, he took all of Timothy Q. Mouse's shine. Jiminy Cricket was before, because Pinocchio came out before Dumbo, correct? I, it's all right around I the same. say, I don't know. Oh, man, you're really... I believe it goes Snow White, then immediately followed by Pinocchio, then Dumbo, if I'm... I might be wrong. Well, they're close. They're to, definitely to close. I'm just saying. They're definitely you know, close. They're, I'm saying that um, Jiminy Cricket may have tenure. Yeah, Jiminy Cricket does have tenure. He tenure. Was, he was <laughs> 1940, and Timothy Q didn't come around till 41. Yeah. So one year's worth. Get in line, um, Tim. <laughs> the last paragraph says about they had an exhibit at the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. Oh, my gosh. I was right. That deserves an extra star on the review. <laughs> you heard it, guys. Get out there. Oh, you know what I would like to say in response to our last uh, episode? I feel like we got a little roasted. Oh, I, I guess I got roasted for liking Viennapoli so much. And someone was like, don't they have Italian food in Pennsylvania? And not great Italian food where we're from, guys. Like, we are in Pennsylvania Dutch country. Like, it is way more German Yeah, you Dutch can get ins- German food Yeah, here. really good German <laughs> Dutch-inspired food. But you have to go up closer to Philly, Scranton, closer to the New York vector of our state to have, or Jersey, to have yeah, better. Yeah, if I want a good Italian meal, I'll go down to Little, little Italy. Oh, yeah, Baltimore. also Baltimore has a good presence. But we don't have, like, the best Italian food in Pennsylvania. What are you talking about? We have an Olive Garden. <laughs> as, as you're here, your family. is from what I would categorize as the Italian food mecca of northeastern United States, um, I would say I'm pretty discerning about my Italian food, and I think Viennapoli is is a great restaurant. Oh, I thought you were going to say that about Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I think... I that, think Olive Garden is a great example of Italian food. I think but, that with Olive Garden, when you're there, you're family. Oh, well, that's the most important part. Or as we call it in Italia, familia. <laughs> but the, the fun fact, which I'm sure I've mentioned on the podcast before, is that Viennapoli gets their water from Latrobe, Pennsylvania, so they're they're actually taking a little bit of Pennsylvania in because it's the closest to the water in Naples. Interesting. Yeah, isn't it now? All right, go ahead, Rob. Uh, so uh, we got details on the Hatbox Ghost coming to the Magic Kingdom's uh, animal uh, animal haunted mansion <laughs> animal mansion. So this kind of got Twitter. Oh, is it X? Do I have to call it X? Well, just say Diz X. So, where they're putting... I thought they were just going to put it in the same spot that the Disneyland version is, but nope. So, the Hatbox Ghost is going to appear to guests as they pass the endless hallway, welcoming himself inside from the swinging wake in the cemetery and grinning at the doom buggies as they set off deeper into the mansion. Oh, so he's going to be in multiple places? No, just one. Wait, what? I'm reading it word for word. Down at the end of that hallway. You know, the one that looks really long. Where so they that's have the floating pre, candles. Yeah, this is, floating this is pre, right? yeah. um, guy lifting himself out of the coffin. Yes. Right before you see so right yeah, before let me that. out of here, guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm wondering what that's going to replace. Well, you know, so there's the chair there on the left. The one that so, looks like Donald's And it's face. got the Don, it's a hidden Donald. Isn't it just a, sh- a floating candelabra at the end of the hallway? That's yeah, but directly to the left of I it. I bet you the animatronic itself will probably replace the Donald chair. Oh, is okay. my guess. Yeah, they have that clock, right, too? Yeah. The like, grandfather clock is... In, that's further along. Well, the 13, I think there's that's something, right before Madame I think there is something on the, on the right side, but I can't picture it right now. Oh, it's things. the um, it's the um, uh, armor, the the oh, yeah, armored, there is uh, armor there. I guess that could be replaced. But the, the whole th- the whole thing here is, I guess, with the storyline is that he he's a ghost already appearing before you're dead. Oh right? yeah, that's true. Because you die when you fall out of the attic. Right. Yeah, you are. 
you are observing the mansion and then you become one of them as you leave the bride's attic because you're falling backwards out of the house. Correct. And then you're outside in the graveyard canonically. Oh, really? I didn't. Yeah, Yeah, I had had no idea that was. I didn't know that all this time I've been dying. (laughs) Yeah. But then what are, what's the floating candle then? That's a ghost. I guess it's just spooky. I don't know. It's oh. just yeah, spooky. Catherine, it's just spooky, okay? It's just spooky, not like every... the Polynesian lo- lobby, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Listen, not everything needs a greater meaning. It can just be spooky. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we will, um, I think, just miss this. Oh, when is when is this happening? So, it, so they said there's curtains up in the ride now. Mm-hmm. But they're shutting it down from August seventh through sixth. T- uh, wow, they're going back in time. <laughs> August seventh, seventh through ninth, reopening on the tenth. Oh, dang, so technically, we could if they if they put the if this becomes live, we'll go see it. Okay. But uh, they're calling it routine maintenance, but the speculation is that'll it, be what that it this is. is yeah. yeah. Uh, you know that mm-hmm. seems fast because wasn't wasn't Disneyland closed for like well did I don't uh, I don't I don't I think see. they did more than that well they it could it have been the holiday over like they, they that one goes down more than ours because of the Christmas stuff that yeah. they always keep it down for a while they can afford to do it whereas in Disney World they needed it active at all times to keep turning guests yeah because through. it's a fifty minute wait <laughs> at one p.m. it's terrible. Um, Speaking of, um, I mean, I, I guess I would save this for the uh, uh, last top call. last call, but it's not really even worth it. But I, I just remembered this because I saw you were watching a video of it on your phone. I forgot that Paul Rubens, uh, R.I.P., who you know notably played Pee Wee Herman, um, was one of the, I don't know which one, Lock, Shock, and Barrel in Nightmare Before Christmas. And I saw that video of... Paul Rubens, um, Weird Al, and, um, oh my lord, um, Oingo Boingo, uh, Danny Elfman, Elfman, and Danny Elfman performing, um, Kidnap the Sandy Claws at, uh, (laughs) what is it, at, uh, the The Hollywood, yeah, yeah, the Hollywood Bowl, it was pretty awesome. I thought you were gonna say, I mean, he's most notably in Disney Parks lore, Captain Rex. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I said to Catherine. Yeah, I got an R.I.P. Captain Rex, uh, (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just Rex because in Star oh, yeah, Wars there, there is, is Captain. a Captain Rex. I, well, I said DJ Rex. DJ yeah. Rex. Yeah, he's in the cantina, so he lives He lives on. I want to say that he has more, like, more than Disney just... More Disney Yeah, more than just Nightmare Before Christmas and well, those Star are two. Wars. Those are two pretty big ones that have a lot of parks presence with... There's someone listening to this screaming at this of being like, he was also in Blow. <laughs> that's a great movie. Yeah. No, but yeah, that's, that's sad. Anyway. All right. Yeah, that one hurt. Uh, one last story. So uh, big changes coming to the Walt Disney World uh, dining reservation system. I think it's for Disneyland, too, if I yes. um, remember correctly. So... Now, when you switch, when you search, or previously, because this is available now, previously when you would search for a reservation, it would give you one or two times available. Now it's going to show you all the reservation slots that are available. I love that. Yes. Yeah. For good. A particular. Don't make me dinner. keep searching for different time slots I know, to find I out. Know. Like. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that says it's gonna like mimic Open Table, which I like. Yeah. I like the way Open Table does yeah. their stuff. Yeah. So this this is live art. I I thought they it was gonna be a. So does that days. mean you no longer have the, the it's usually, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then whatever. Or I think you can also say like a.m. or p.m. and then it would give you two or three time slots based on your selection. Are those radio buttons not even available anymore? No, I think you could still specifically search yeah, by those. But now they give you all of the times as opposed to the random smattering they did yeah. before. That's that's a that's a welcome change. It is. Yeah, because that felt like some sort of fun puzzle you had to figure out before. <laughs> I always wondered, were they just trying to fill the ones that never got filled? Yeah. I know, I, like I, I always felt like I was 
being taken advantage of. Yeah, they're as like, well. I want dinner, and they're like, How about three thirty-five? Yeah, you want this? You love this? <laughs> because when I search, I'll typically choose dinner. Mm-hmm. I don't put a time. I'll hit dinner and then like pick everything. And like the boathouse specifically, <laughs> it's, all, it's always super Same late reservation. It's super Same late. It's never. You and you can walk right see. up to the host stand yeah. and ask, "Oh, do you have any?" I'm assuming you're pretty <laughs> you backed up right based now. on the fact that I couldn't get a reservation till ten. They're like. No, it's Come dead in. in. It's dead in here. <laughs> yeah, oh, but this will this will be a nice. Uh, I just saw Rosa Mexicano now is on it's, the app. Yes, that's how I booked. Uh-huh. The book ours. Ah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, you shouldn't do that, Rob. Yeah, I mean we're going. So okay, I know. Uh, I know. That's a risk. That's yeah. risky. If it, if we miss that, then uh, then I, you're I dead. You're up. in bad shape. Then yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be going backwards out of the attic. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. At Catherine's yeah. hand. We go back to August sixth. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> That's going to be uh, WDW happy hour uh, lexicon for when you die. Go back to, Go August, back to August 6th. <laughs> Which happens to be today. It so. is today. RIP R- Paul Rubens. He went, back, he went back to August I 6th actually too just, soon. I quickly checked what else he was in, and I think we covered his Disney stuff. Really? Oh, even, yeah. even with his uh, large uh, voice acting, voice acting yeah. career? Yeah, yeah. I think we got it. Good. Interesting. Um, all right. So is that it for news, Rob? It is. Okay. Well. Thank you for the news. Oh, I never say it enough. <laughs> I don't think you ever say it. Well, it's then the fir- it's not first time enough. for everything. Um, all right. So Matt and I just got back, well, now two weeks ago, from a West Coast trip where we went to San Diego Comic-Con, and we also went to Disneyland, so we wanted to recap what we saw, and we were we were talking before we started recording, and like, what are we, like, there wasn't as much stuff at Comic-Con that there usually is because of the acting strike, so it was definitely a little bit pared down, um, but... We did see some interesting, like, Disney-related stuff and some other themed entertainment. So you want to start? I know you, we have a... You just yeah. shared me a note of yeah. things would, we were would discussing. They, would, uh, just a bigger picture. Would they have had, like, a panel of, like, Marvel or something there that... So Marvel and DC were not doing panels at Comic-Con this okay. year, no matter what. A lot of the larger uh, companies had kind of seen the writing on the wall and as a result did not plan on attending oh. anyway mm. or for any other you know reasons but it, i mean it makes sense if you if you kind of saw that coming you wouldn't want to put a whole bunch of money into marketing budgets that wouldn't sure you wouldn't be able to uh, oh i see just through. saw I, I just saw something we did that we didn't list but i'll i'll bring it up so um, on the convention floor, of course, they have like all the booths with all the different like properties. And I know it's not Disney, but it's Universal related. It's uh, Nickelodeon. Um, Good Burger was huge. That was like they were putting a lot of stock into Good Burger. They recreated the restaurant from the movie. <laughs> And, like, the line to get in to just, like, sit in a booth and get your picture taken was hours. Hours long. Wow. And then everybody got a little, like, Good Burger paper hat, like, if you waited in the line. Um, so I saw a lot of people with that. So that was that was one of the... the Are they doing a move? Like a, yeah, what? they're redoing it with Keenan and Kel. Oh. And Keenan and Kel, you know, they are a dynamic duo. I cannot wait. No one needs it more than Kel. No one needs it more than <laughs> Kel. Oh, my God. When Kel was on SNL, makes gives me goosebumps. I, I freaking love Kel. Anyway, um, and then, so they did have a really large Star Wars presence on the floor. And it seemed to be very ahsoka heavy um they had like her costumes her does she have a saber yep okay her saber hilt there are a bunch of different saber hilts from that show's not out yet right no end of uh, august I think. okay yeah they were pushing that hard yeah. hard it was like a museum level like you walk mm. around and you see the hilts from all of the that's kind of typical of the lucas uh, Lucasfilm booth on the floor at Comic Con. They kind of do it as a. Uh, a lot of the other ones are a lot more flashy. They they usually do it as a bit of like a museum yeah. kind of thing with a lot of like displays. Yeah, it's a lot of displays. 
Um, Matt, the one thing I didn't remember to add to the list, but I feel like you're more uh, suited to talk about than I am, is the one panel we did see. Because voice actors are in a different um, union than acting and writing. Yeah. I mean, technically, this is one uh, Spider-Man property, much like uh, the Spider-Verse films, that also is disconnected from the MCU. Yeah. Um, and that's the Marvel Spider-Man video game that came out for PlayStation. So this was a panel for the sequel that's coming out later this year. I don't remember. I think it's October. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's... <laughs> I remember because I made a joke. It's, like, right around our anniversary. And I said, oh, great, you know, great anniversary gift for Catherine. But, <laughs> for um, Catherine? <laughs> yeah, for you. Locking Matt in the basement mm, yeah. to play. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it looked that they... they sh- had some of the voice actors there like Catherine said they're not under the same unions as uh sag so they were able to actually go there and and promote and promote uh what's his name the dude from Candyman. tony todd is portraying venom and he did his venom voice and that was pretty sick that was awesome it was very cool to hear i that. just i i love I, i'm such a sucker for voice actors doing the voice especially when like it, you know the voice like it's just Oh, and that's a good, yeah. yeah. Oh, this Great was, segment. This was, uh, guys, this was the highlight guys, of, this of was, my... This was the highlight of my entire trip. So we were walking around the floor, and there was a, was it a Mel Blanc booth? Yeah, I, I think it was just all centered around, around Mel Blanc. So they had really cool art, but most of it was like Looney Tunes based. Like it was like cells from the cartoons. Yeah. But then they did have like pop culture. What really caught my eye, there was a Rocky Horror Picture Show um, like print. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. So I'm standing there just like looking at all the art they had. And I hear this guy talking and doing a Bugs Bunny impression. And I was like, holy crap that guy's bugs bunny is perfect and i'm looking at his lanyard and i see his name it's eric bowza it was button bugs, bugs bunny. bunny and i was like, like okay so this like <laughs> rang a bell deep in my memory is one of my well my favorite podcasts is the disney slash comedy podcast podcast the ride favorite the- podcast besides this one yes um and the guy who did the voice of Bugs was on there. And I was like, I wonder if that's the guy. So I looked at quickly at their catalog and it is him. And I was like, oh my gosh. And he does way more than Bugs. But we met Bugs <laughs> Bunny. And he did the voice for us for like two minutes. And I was, I, I had tears going on. It is very, it um, is and obviously, you know, he, I think he said he's like maybe the sixth or seventh person since Mel Blanc, who obviously originated it. Um, who's been the voice of Bugs. But then he started doing it, uh, some of the other characters, including... Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. Uh, Sylvester. Sylvester and Daffy. Daffy. And I, I started, I said to him, and I was like, I never, because I've, I've never kind of heard someone do all of the characters, I was like, and I never really noticed how kind of, they're so very similar. Um, I mean, probably because even originally Mel Blanc did right, all the yeah. voices. So like, you know, he's good, but he's not, he's still the same man. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah. And he did like a very interesting thing of, he's like, yeah. Um, oh, he does Tweety. Oh, right. He does Tweety. Tweety. And he's like, Tweety's in the attic and that's like a higher pitch register. And then Bugs is on like the main floor. And then Marvin Martian is one of the ones that's in the basement. And he's like, but it's all very like, it's very similar. And he did them all. Like back to back, he was, was talking to each other, <laughs> like he was having the characters talk to each other. It was insane. Yeah, I had a conver- it was it's magical. Just, yeah, very magical having a conversation with Bugs, Bugs Bunny, Bunny and you know Marvin the Martian. Very fun. And me, and Catherine. Yeah, yeah. And we were there too. I had yeah, nothing to contribute. Cool. And just, then you did your Shaggy impression, <laughs> and yeah, I did got my thrown he out went, of Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I did my voice of Hank Hill, which I did that one. And I was like, yeah, see, I'm just like you. Just he's like, down in the basement too. Yeah, he's he's down in the basement. Yeah. But yeah, that was awesome. Um, I was saying to Catherine, um, I I know that, I mean it's it's all the theme parks of it all, but you know I mean I feel like all of this stuff is like tangentially related to themed entertainment, themed entertainment Disney, and like I don't think that you know whatever if if I'm sure there's someone who's like get back to the Disney stuff. No, I listen to you guys, but. 
this is actually directly related. Um, something that I kind of I keep forgetting about, and that's uh, the animated show coming to Disney Plus, and that's X Men '97, and it's a direct continuation of the X Men animated series from the late '90s. Hmm. And now, obviously, that Disney has the rights to X-Men, it's being developed um, by a lot of the people who worked on the original show, like the executive producer. And it, I think it, it seemed like it was kind of a surprise thing. They, It, it didn't seem like it was uh, marketed as an X-Men 97 panel, but more so like an X-Men thing. And then it came, came to find out that it was kind of about this. But they showed some clips from the first episode, and they said that still no date. It says it's just coming soon, but they said they're post production on the entirety of season one, and they just finished writing the finale of season two. So apparently, there's going to be. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm super excited. I, as far as comics and and that kind of stuff, X Men has always been my my jam. In fact, I'm I'm kind of that would be the thing that would actually get me to like start. Uh, getting back into the MCU, them accelerating. Oh, if they brought them more into Bring it. Bring the X-Men into it. I like the X-Men. I like the dang X-Men, all right? Um, what else did we... I mean, we, we did Comic-Con, and then we did a day uh, in Disneyland before we headed back to the East Coast, but if there's more Comic-Con I stuff, think that's it. I mean, we did some other weirdo-themed experiences, and <laughs> they are not related at all. We went on a pirate ship and drank beer, that and was awesome. It was very cool. It was very fun. We had to pay for the beer, but yeah. That, but you know, and we, we should have been like, "I'm a pirate. I don't <laughs> pay for my beer." Yeah. They were all IPAs, and it was like 90 degrees oh. in the sun, oh. and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I do not like, and it was. I'm not kidding. It was a pirate ship with the like the tall decks. And you had to go down backwards down a little ladder. And I'm thinking, there is someone this weekend who is absolutely eating it many times coming down that ladder. Like, it, it was... It was just... And it was just oceans of OSHA violations. Oh, yeah. And no one with any mobility issues could have gotten on that thing. Because it was, it was hard... I was getting a little touch of the vertigo standing up on that top deck. Yeah, I mean, not even uh, accommodating for pirates with peg legs. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is a thing, guys. Um, the other <laughs> the other weirdo-themed thing we did was Matt loves the video game Diablo. And the first night, they were like, do you want to go to a Diablo interactive experience? And I was like, there's nothing more I would like to do. <laughs> oh, my Unfortunately, gosh. it was so lame. It was so lame. You go into like a little chapel and there's the can I at least give it like the one redeeming uh, quality is that the visual effects that they did like on the windows and stuff uh, that was very theme park of it all like I, I kind of liken it to like a really good universal cue that you're like oh wow that's a really great effect. But then you realize, like, that's all this is, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you go into, like, a... Fi it's just right on the... Like, you wait in a line, and they funnel you into this room, which is just, like... There were a few people who were like, ooh, is this going to be, like, the Haunted Mansion? Like, people were like, ooh, this talking is Talking And I'm like... Makeshift walls <laughs> no. in the convention center. And then a, a very, like, realistic-looking... Chapel, chapel old-timey church chapel like and there is pews and there was a, a at first i had thought that it was an animatronic and i wasn't the only one who thought this um but then i realized it was just a very heavily makeup made up dude um, he looked like a younger larry david <laughs> did look like a young larry david who was a preacher and i'm like okay there's there's a heavy biblical you know good versus evil element to diablo we'll see what this is and he starts like preaching at everyone and being like, rid yourself of sins and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like waiting for like something to happen. Was, there was stained glass behind him. I was like, ooh, is like a dragon going to bust through like the devil or something? Yeah, like Nothing. is something crazy oh. going to happen? It was, it was just, just like preaching at you And then like he was like, minutes. all right, now get out. And I'm like, well, that was lame. And wow. they opened the door to let us go. And there was like a, like a couple standing that you could like see in. From where we were exiting, and, and they were like, like that's "Wow, that's a great animatronic." I was like, I was like "That that's is a real, a real guy." guy. It's a real and guy. they were like, "No," and I was like, "Yeah, hundred yeah, percent." I was just in there. Also, don't dude. wait for that. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I guess that was those our Comic Con stuff that we did. Um, and then we really just drank and, and ate a lot of uh, <laughs> content of, of non continental breakfast. Great breakfast uh, buffet. Oh, oh my gosh. 
Oh, I met Pat Oswalt. He met he met Remy at breakfast. <laughs> oh yeah, he was outside the breakfast buffet one morning. Stealing food, oddly. <laughs> yeah. He was just, ha- he was just controlling sitting- the chef. Yeah. <laughs> he was sitting at one of the benches, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna get this opportunity. He was just like having a one-on-one conversation with someone, and I was like, I don't want to take too much of your time. I just want to say that. I'm a big fan. I've been following your career for a long time, which I have. Like, that's not, there's a lot of times I feel like I, you could, you know, go up to a celebrity and, and say, I'm a big fan just because that's like a, an easy, <laughs> that's an easy in. It's but, hard for them to reject that. Yeah. But really, I mean, I, I remember going into Philly in like 2004 to see him do stand up. Like, I, I have legitimately been following his career for 20 years and i think he's just a one he's a sweetheart and i have i've heard in the public sphere that he is he has the reputation for just being a sweetheart and i can tell you guys that uh mr oswald uh remy from ratatouille is uh he's a delightful man so yeah a plus a plus plus encounter that's good that's great that's always nice to hear I don't know what he ordered for breakfast. Sorry, guys. He I think had... he went to the omelet stand because I was like, <laughs> "Oh I'm... yes, he was waiting." Yeah, at the I was gonna. Stand. I said, "I was like, oh, I kind of want to go out and see him." So the bathroom was like where he was sitting. So I went to the bathroom and he was nowhere to be found. And then as we were leaving breakfast, going back out to the main hallway, he passed like right behind me, and that was like, "There he is." If you want to say late breakfast for Patton, yeah, it's it like ten thirty like, at yeah. that point. But my, like, legs froze up, and I was like, I can't, like, turn around, because it's so obvious I was creeping on him, so I missed my What's so weird is then he hopped in the, the person who was <laughs> making omelets, hopped in their hat, and made it for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, all right. So then we went to Disneyland. We had uh, we had one travel day where we drove from San Diego up to Anaheim, and we were like, wow. Got in and out. Oh, yeah, we got in and out. Oh, my gosh, it was so good. <laughs> got to do it. Got to do it. Um... Then we were like, well, since we don't have park tickets for our travel day, we should go like out to dinner somewhere. So we made reservations at the Craftsman Grill. Um, and Which is at uh, the Grand Californian. So yeah, if you to... listen to the beginning of this episode, you would know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as I talked about in my Topping It Off, man, that drink was so good. Notably, they have pitcher sizes of the drinks. Really? So you can get a two, one, two, or four pitcher size of your drink. Four servings. That's, four, that's, that's, four drink pitcher, two They don't drink bring four pitcher. pitchers. <laughs> um, just a bucket. I will tell you. So I, I was there with one of my best friends, and she was interested in the same drink. And I said, like, let's get a pitcher then. If we're going to do this, let's do it. And you save a dollar with the two drink pitcher, and you save two dollars with the four drink pitcher but you get so much oh okay so if you were only to get a drink it was in a like a you know a short glass this pitcher i filled up my glass three times so well worth it to do the multi-servings if you have somebody if you can agree on a drink yeah, right. it's a great, that was a great drink it was too. a great drink a great deal and we just did the two i was, that's new i don't remember yes that i don't either and I man, like I, that, did I get? Um, yeah, you got a beer. Was it like a local beer? Or well, it, I'll, I'll save it. Oh, More it places okay. should do that because it's a win-win for everybody because they only have to make it once. Yes. Why don't they Efficiency. do that at Nomad Lounge? I would love that if they could just bring you a picture of Jen's tattoo. Give me they a. They do vat. that at um, Steakhouse Seventy One with that tequila sunrise drink. Is like a shareable. Yeah. <laughs> that I've had that too, but with my same that friend. Might be on the list. Yeah, that's on that, that's on my old topping it off that I have not done yet. It's as if they're they're not eager to incentivize anything that a saves the customer money and b encourages them to drink heavily. Weird. I will. Weird. I will tell lost. you though. This is something <laughs> that fun. we spent the next day in the parks pretty heavily, and we were like. Should we leave and go get another one of those drinks? Like, the whole day, we were like, well, we could take a break and go get another. We didn't, but, like, it was on the t- the immediate table. You absolutely could, though, from California oh, Adventure. Oh, so. It's basically right in the, the park. Yes, yeah. it is. There's no reason you shouldn't yeah, have. I'll say that that was, uh, for us, it's been a while since we've had a Disney day like that. We are big, uh, we're big proponents of the midday nap. 
And since, but it's not very often, especially with the East Coast parks, that we're only there. For yeah, we're one only day. there for one day, yeah. so we really did feel. So we did, we did Genie Plus because we were like, if we're there for one day, like let's maximize it and do as much as we can. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, for being a theme park podcast, I feel like I probably should uh, give Genie Plus another try in Orlando. I just have I, I the first time I was so unimpressed, but it, it works super well in Disneyland. It is. It is great. We got on. We didn't. We didn't rope drop Disneyland Park, nope. but we were, we were there fairly early and just knocked out a ton of stuff. Uh, there were some notable ones that were closed. Uh, Mr. Toad. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're doing Toad's something closed. with the buildings there. Yeah, yeah that's, that that's was like full scaffolding down. Yeah, they, that basically you couldn't even see the. Hmm. Yeah, the building was was totally shut down. But like, I think the only thing, the only two rides I wanted to get on that I didn't was the Haunted Mansion and Radiator Springs because the single ride was so long and it was. You know how it just feels like the desert in that single rider line? It does. And it was like 3 p.m. And I was like, no, this is not the time of day to do this. If we're here later when the sun goes down, maybe. But like, no. Man, Indiana Jones is so good. Oh, they re- they revamped that. They added, um, they revamped the projection. And like, you know, at the beginning where he's holding back the demons behind the wall they like yeah, changed that. The <laughs> yeah, they changed that so it's like all bright. So like the lights are all, all very bright. And oh, the part where you, like you stall out is like all different lights now too. I would say that also the animatronic, Indiana Jones that's hanging down uh, on the rope in front of the giant ball that rolls down. Mm-hmm. He got a cleaning. He got a he got, <laughs> he a, got a pressure wash. <laughs> yeah, he got a revamp. No, that might that might be a, a fully new refurbished. Like the face looked more uh, Harrison esque. Yeah, I, I just think that the the animation was more fluid. I think that might have gotten a full full rehash. The uh, the voiceover still the same. <laughs> still not Harrison Ford. <laughs> my bit my bit about that is that the voice actor who did that that obviously is not Harrison Ford actually came in and did like an amazing job, but they were like, "No, we want people to believe that Harrison Ford actually did that." So can you make it more monotone and like <laughs> like you really don't want to be here at all so they believe that he did it? And then he had to go back and re-record it Taurus. in the Taurus. Why did it have to be Taurus? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's true. You wouldn't buy it if it was enthusiastic. Yeah. No, you no would, Harrison, Harrison Ford wouldn't do that. That is not Harrison. <laughs> he would phone this in hardcore. <laughs> like literally. That's how. We'd... Yeah, yeah. I'm in Dubai or whatever. I don't know. I got you. Got three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we had a very lucky Disney moment that doesn't happen all the time, but I felt really good about it. We went back to Toontown. We were like, let's get on Roger Rabbit. We never, we never get on that. And. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. We've never been on the Disneyland version. And, and last time we were there, I, I wanted to go and at least see the queue. It was right when the virtual queue stopped. So, like, you had to then pay for the individual lightning, which I'm not paying for if we have it in Florida. <laughs> it was something, it was, like, 130 minutes. I'm like, I'm not, we, I don't, it's the exact same ride. The only thing that I want to see is that the queue is completely different. Yeah. So we walked past by Roger Rabbit, and right at that exact moment, they reopened Mickey and Minnie. It was uh, yeah, closed you forgot. All yeah, it was closed. And and they were like, "Come on in." It's a five minute wait. It was a it was a walk on. It was great to have a walk on with that. You think the you ride. think the queue uh, better than the East Coast version? It, it's completely very different. I mean, it's di- it's totally different. Yeah, it, it's more so, do you guys know the, oh, Rob, you've been on the one out there, right? Yeah. No. Um, all right, never mind. But do you know the whole shtick? I mean, over in on the East Coast, it's very, they keep kind of the similar theme to the Great Movie Ride, where mm-hmm. there's the You're film right. posters and like. This a, is a modern movie theater. That's yeah. what it is. Like you're waiting in like a movie theater that you'd be in like now. There's but also the one like a historical is... like kind of museum element to the queue as well, where there's there are kind of um, artifacts artifacts from some of costumes. Yeah, of Mickey's uh, greatest hits. You Mickey know what and it kind of reminded me of um, is Mickey's PhilharMagic. That's what too. I was gonna say. With you the said posters, movie theater. Yeah, yeah, like you know, it was a mini Clarabelle and Daisy, and it was called what. Hocus. Oh, Miska Muska, right? Yeah. 
That's what it was called. Yeah, and then like the duck trap for, and like all, you know, Donald and Daisy, it's the parent trap. Like just a bunch of. Um, smell offense or something. Yeah, smell smell, of just the smell offense, <laughs> being smell offense. Um, yeah, it, it was cool. They had, um, you know, they had the Sorcerer Mickey costume that like had like a little magical effect on it. Yeah, exactly the same ride. The only difference is the very end scene where oh, yeah. Mickey and Minnie are having the picnic. It is reversed. So they're on the right, oh, side. They're on the right side as opposed to the left. But other than that, I'm almost positive it's the exact same ride and track or sorry, no track. It no is track. a trackless, trackless, trackless ride. Trackless attraction. Um, the so as far as food and drink, so we kept it real simple. We did corn dogs in Disneyland <laughs> because Dang. you gotta. And then in California Adventure, Matt and Brianna got on California Screaming, and I was like, I'm going. Or sorry, the Incredible Coaster. Whatever. Uh, I'm from the East Coast, um, and so I was like, I'm gonna just like wander. And like try to just find somewhere to sit and drink, and I did want to see the 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 cemetery of the Carl Strauss beer trolley. I wanted to go over there. So they and that entrance to Carl Strauss beer trolley, having recently gone back to August. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> um, that entrance to what is that called? Pacific Wharf. It, yes, that's, that's what, what it was, was before. Called. Yes. That is closed off of that main drag, so you have to go over by. Ghirardelli, or okay, I didn't, <laughs> or I didn't go back behind Radiator Springs to get there. So it is quite a hike if you're coming from like Pixar Pier because you have mm-hmm. to go all the way around. But anyway, I was like, I just want to go back there and see where what's what's what. So <laughs> the trolley is fully walled off. There is no trace. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, sometimes these other places have, like, good drinks. Like, I like the Lucky Fortune Cookery and the um, Cafe Cucamonga. um, Good balls. And I was like, all right, I'll find a beer over here. Well, man, breaking news. Boots on the ground. I'm texting Rob furiously at this point. We have the replacement for the Carl Strauss open and ready for business. Un- unbeknownst to us, we were there on the opening day. Yes, we were there on the first day it was there. I think there. that was a soft opening. It was. What was it? So it's called... Um, so they're they're transitioning now for that area to be called San Francisco now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's no longer Pacific Wharf. But it's not fully fleshed out yet. No, no, not the at all. Theming. They're still doing... I mean, they're still doing the construction on the walkway. Yeah. But it is called the Port of San Francisco Cerveceria. <laughs> um, and it is a full permanent location on the right side of Cafe Cucamonga, uh, or Cucamonga Cucino, whatever it's called. Um, And then you can mobile order. They are fast. It is lovely. So highly recommend that. That is a great spot, especially like it was midday. It wasn't quite dinner rush yet, but they have so many tables there that like I just grabbed a beer. How many tabs did they have? Four? Five? Oh, it was more than that. It was oh, really? they had quite a selection actually. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I... It's it's the same beer list as it's all Carl Strauss. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so really good. I love that. Follow the Sun Blonde. That's usually what I get. Yeah, I may. Uh, I I may. You have a few. Yeah, I think you might. I think have, I got two. You and did. They were good. You got like that Asian one. Yeah, it was a uh, um, sake rice lager. Oh, rice lager. Um, yeah. So. Awesome. And then while we were there for dinner, we got the birria tacos. Just really amazing. Good. Those things are so good. They've had them for a while, though, but I just need to... to. Our friend Brianna never had birria tacos. She was not familiar with... Uh, yeah, she was like, she do was I a... just get regular? I was like, no. <laughs> I never yeah. had them. Oh, my really? God. They're great. There's a really I've good... I've had them, like, several times. Yeah, there's a good places. birria tacos joint um, not near too your far work, from us. Kind of. Yeah, near where you were. This is a great podcast. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you know where Rob works. <laughs> yeah, if you dox Rob, find out where his place of employment is, then yeah. nearby you could get great birria tacos. Yeah. But, I mean, that was it. I mean, we, we got on a lot of rides. It was a long day. Something I cannot do for multiple days in a row. A new place? What? On Carlisle? Um, it's not really new. It's, it's up by Dover for, High School. Oh. It's been open for like a couple years. Yeah. Um... But yeah, anyway. 
Do you want to talk more about the Beardman <laughs> Saga <laughs> place? Yeah, 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 it's right. yeah, it's very good. Um, but yeah, so it was a it was a good trip. Was there any action packed? Yeah, beautiful weather. In I mean, in San Diego, obviously, it was a little it was a little hot in in Anaheim. It and was, yeah, it I, mean, was, it was, I mean, it was July. Yeah, we were there in right. the middle of July. We did, <laughs> but not too much hotter than it was in the Northeast. You know, like I think it was yeah, ninety it was here when we left. It yeah. was ninety in Anaheim. You know, so but. You know, San San Diego. I almost said San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, San Diego is like a breezy seventy-five the entire wow. time. I will say, um, I just forgot what I was gonna definitely say. I for, I forget. Okay, just, cool, you know, cool. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Good stuff. Really good podcasting. I will say. <laughs> a nothing. plus. I will say. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, all right. Do we have any? I had a dream we got like a dozen terrible reviews. From oh the my podcast. gosh! No. So give us some good ones and set my <laughs> set my nightmares right. I know. Please. I'm gonna help. I'm me. gonna go and just create just terrible reviews. You'll somehow know, you'll know it's me. I. It'll be from will. me. I'll sign them. It'll be like Matt Walsh. <laughs> Tina Rico. A million Matt times. Walsh. Yeah, this podcast sucks, especially Scott. <laughs> sign Matt. Love, I had it coming. Love Matt. <laughs> love Matt. <laughs> You know, so I got a little bit of a last call item. So the other night we were jazzed up about uh, the softball season being over that Matt, Scott, and Rob play in, and, like, we could not go to bed. It was – we went out to a bar. We had some drinks with pretty much the whole team, and then, like, we came home. We were like, we're just wired. Like, can't sleep. (laughs) So Matt was like, well, let's put something on. So we watched a tape. A, a YouTube oh my video God. of a tape. I, I, I wasn't following your story here, and now I'm like, how did we not mention this? So there is a tape. I'm sure we have some <laughs> listeners who have seen this, but there was a Barbie birthday party tape from Epcot 1994. So there used to be the Barbie stage show in America, but as promotion, they filmed this tape about these two girls who are like basically journalists and go and get the inside scoop about Barbie at Epcot. They don't exactly say how these uh, young women They pull up in a limo right in front of Spaceship Earth. They're just a pink limo. (laughs) What I wanted was more background on how they were appointed these jobs. Yes. They did not seem, and and, you know, (laughs) it's, journalism isn't easy. Uh, I don't speak uh, on that from any kind of uh, direct point of reference, but I will say, I don't think they were qualified. Yeah, they were also like nine. Um, But it was just, it is, if you are just in the mood for some like vintage Epcot, it is, they do so much around the world showcase of like, we're going to go to China and paint our names on shirts to say happy birthday, Barbie. It's just a lot of two girls screaming. Um, Oh, volume. It is, uh. Uh, it is only a half hour, right? Mm-hmm. It it's a it's quick short. watch, it's very and short. my God, I was I was glued to for. <laughs> we'll say that it was like late, and we started watching it on your phone, mm-hmm. and because I was like for some reason I was like I don't even want to turn on the TV to, to put this up, but like within ten seconds I was like no, pause, stop it. I need, need to give this the, screen. I need to give this its full due. It, it was a very enjoyable watch. If you are an Epcot fan, and especially with the Barbie mania that's happening right now, it is It, it is, is an absurd, hilarious. absurd Was it not something that aired on TV? No, no it, it was, was a VHS tape, tape. That you could buy. You know that um, tape was pink. Yes, 100%. And it, they were big into Epcot 94. And man, the vintage Epcot with the transportation around, the sh- like the double-decker buses they used to have, there's a really good part with the town crier. There's a good part where they get, they learn how to eat spaghetti. Like it is, <laughs> it is really good. But anyway, and by really good, I mean it's really yeah, bad. But it's, it's really 1994. It's such an enjoyable watch. I I was I was gripped from yeah. the beginning. <laughs> but the one, the guy who plays Ken in that special, and he played Ken for 
all of the years of the Barbie show. I, I it, don't know how I even was able to be like, you know who that is? So there's an, another VHS tape that Matt and I watch a lot, and there's this guy who sings the duck, lip syncs, the DuckTales theme from the Happy Easter Parade in 1990, and he has these high kicks that are insane. And Matt's like, that's the DuckTales That's guy. the guy who can put his uh, <laughs> foot over his head. <laughs> and there is a documentary about him. And his name is Billy Flanagan, and it's called The Happiest Man on Earth. It's on Amazon Prime. Also worth the watch. It's just really good. He has been a performer at Disney World for over 40 years. He's been in every show. He's been in Little... or the little. Me- I was mixing Lion King and um, Finding Nemo the Musical. He's been Ken. He's, He's been in every longest, parade. He's the longest tenured Disney equity performer, right? Yeah, he did wow. not get fired during the pandemic, wow. which is crazy. But you don't he, fire Billy Flanagan. Yeah, but... They did kids. a documentary about Yes, it. it's on Amazon Prime. So if Was this like Disney? No, it, no, but it's like, you know, um, there's a lot of familiar faces in it. Mm. I don't know if you've seen, because you're a travel agent, Rob, the Sharon Tips um, woman who Disney just rolled out is like, um, like a she's like a little punny girl that tells you things about the parks. She's in it. The, the equity performer I, I is her. Know to see her. A bunch. Oh, he's he's been the narrator in the Frozen show. Like he's been. Uh, every, and I now I'm like, man, I wish like I knew like if I'd <laughs> seen him somewhere. But I so think yeah, he's listeners, still that's your that's your homework. Go go on YouTube Barbie. and watch that Barbie Happy Birthday Epcot '94, and then go on Amazon Prime and watch that Billy Flanagan documentary that I didn't know existed and that you watched without me. I did. You take forever to watch things, so and I don't. It's so true. This that's is, true. This is how it. This is how the cookie crumbles. Truly. Anyway, all right. Anything else? Good times. No, this is good. It was good. I feel like we haven't podcasted in a very long time. It's been, it's been a while. Month. Yeah, it's been a month since we double. That's why stacked. I said. That's why I started off with long time no see because it's been a while since we've uh, podcasted. Get oh, it? Yeah, right. But I mean, we see, we see each other. Yeah, I for the podcast for the podcast listeners. Um, we actually hang out. Like, yeah, we're we don't friends. Just, yeah, like if we don't podcast for a month, like we still like hang out. I we, mean, it's not voluntary. Matt, and I have to make him <laughs> hang out. Yeah, yeah. I throw him in the back of the car and just drive. It's like, oh, Scott again? Situation. Yeah. Kidding me? Yeah, Scott holds me at gunpoint and makes me go watch a movie. That's, with him. Kind, of, that's the kind of friends I have. Yep. <laughs> anyway, anything else, guys? No. Any other no, last no. calls? All right, well, if you see Robin Holly in Disney World, make sure to say hi and buy him a drink. <laughs> that sounds good. For we real. should do those things that, like, brides do on their... The Venmo. Buy them a drink, yeah. you know, shoot put the Venmo oh, up. I mean, they'll be happy to drink around the world with you. That's yeah, for sure. I don't need my arm twisted for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, now that you brought that up, that that always really that really uh, uh, that irks your liver. It really irks me, and and it's not as much like I, I'm fine with like the T-shirt that's like I'm the bride to be. Buy me a drink. I'm like okay, like it's it's kitschy and whatever. It's the, like, Venmo on the back of the t-shirt, and I'm like, it's a little much. It, it makes me raise an eyebrow when it's a Venmo, like, on an Instagram or oh, something yeah. like that for somebody who's out yeah. having a bridal party or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like I'm on the side of TikTok that just makes fun of those kind of parties constantly. I, those oh. are a lot of my TikToks. I'm not trying to be judged. I didn't want to end this on a judgmental Yeah, really. Note. Say something nice, Matt. I, You're um, looking forward to smell offense. I'm just really, really <laughs> with looking assistance. I I will need no whiff assistance mm-hmm. at all once I <laughs> head to smell offense. Good. You are the whiff assistance. The yeah. nose knows. All right. Cheers. 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 Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.